go. The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. There he is, waking up for Adventures from the Shed. Um, here we are. We are back uh, online, Adventures from the Shed, doing a Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition campaign. I can actually sit up in my chair now because I haven't got a cushion to it. I sit up like a big boy now. Uh, not Randall's doing an awesome dance for us. <laughs> Mayua. Mayua. <laughs> We're going to go around the table and say hi here. Kick it off. It's Chris. I'm playing a Braxis the <clears throat> Dragonborn Paladin. This is Eli. I'm playing Aerith and the Siegfried Human Fighter. My name is Jason, and I'm playing Bell G. Unwaffle. Hi guys, it's Bitless Randy, and I am playing Miles, the human bard. Nice, and I am Joe, I am the dungeon master for this game. We're actually going to take a short break from the game here, and we're going to do something I like to do with our, uh, with whatever players or, or people happen to be in the game that I'm playing. And we're just going to talk about how things are going so far, things that are going well, things that could be improved, etc. So we're just kind of going to do a roundtable. And I, I do understand, for anybody who's thinking about it, it does put people on the spot. But the only way to find out what's going on is to ask. Um, and if people want to voice their opinions, they should be allowed to at any time. But I also like to bring up an, a, little, a little official where we say, hey, how are things going? What do you think? Are things going well? What could we improve? One of the things I wanted to ask about, so I'll kick it off, and it's just a general question to everybody, is the amount of combat we've been going through for the last few sessions okay, or should we scale it back, or do we want more? I, I realize skeletons and zombies can get a little monotonous, but we're in this just one place where that's, that's what's there, uh, at least so far. Um, so yeah, let me throw that out there. How, how's the balance feel to you guys? Feels feels good to me. I mean, there's a good mix of you know uh, role play and combat. We've had several episodes where we've had zero combat. So you know, for me, I find the balance is, is fun. Uh, you know, I don't think the I don't feel like the combat, in my opinion, has dragged on to where it's been a slog to get through. Um, and you know, I think everyone else is handling their combat very well and very creatively. So I, I'm personally I'm fine with it. I think it's good. I, I agree. I feel like uh, it's, it could have happened more often if we, we chose to, but we've had plenty of opportunities to like fight those orcs, and we chose to figure out some other way. And so it just—it's how the game's been rolling out, and we just haven't done a lot of combat until recently. And I'm loving it. I'm in total agreement here. There's uh, when you take everything into consideration, it's we haven't had a lot of combat, and it's been a nice change of pace. I can understand from like a uh, viewer standpoint, it would feel like these last few episodes have been pretty much all combat. But when you take it as a whole, I, I like where we're at. Yeah. I also, this might sound a little counterintuitive, but I also like that our combats are almost all over. So we can get back into the story of what happened here. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely agree with that. Uh, I like the fact that yeah, it's been like this mystery that we have to figure out, and then obviously you know the combat is going to come up now and then, and we don't always have to go you know 
full blast with the violence. <laughs> we can, you know, be smart about it if we have to. Um, but yeah, like Eli said, it's kind of like the combat's kind of like finishing up and it's time to like figure this out. It's got like this, like, I don't know, this Andromeda strain mystery going on. Like everybody's dead in this town. What happened here? Like so many years ago. It's pretty cool. I, I have a question to ask though. Yeah. I, I'm playing a paladin, but like, I feel like, you know, the way things have been going, I feel like I'm not really using a lot of the paladin kind of stuff. There's something I can do better. Any recommendations, things like that. I mean, I've used a little pieces in here and there, but barely, you know. Yeah. Was there a certain creed or deity that Abraxas follows? No, I didn't want to. I, I was trying to see if that would come out in the game, and I would kind of, you know, let it evolve organically, but it's, I guess it really hasn't got there yet, you know. Yeah, you know, I think that's fine. I think, you know, everyone's been playing their characters very well, you know, my personal opinion. Um, and, you know, that's the beauty of this game. You know, we're in this for a long haul. We're only level two. And even yeah. though, you know, in the way we're doing the format, it's it seems like we're like 16 episodes deep. You know, each episode will be an hour long. So, you know, right. we're really four, three or four or five games in, in, in full game terms of what normal D&D would run. Uh, but I think that you've been handling it very well. I don't think that there's anything that would say, oh, yeah, you're definitely not a paladin. This bad. Yeah, practices. I mean. Um, yeah. <clears throat> That's my personal opinion. I think I think everyone's been role playing, you know, very very well, and uh, you know, has been doing their characters justice. Like, if these things were harder to hit, I'd be doing uh, my bardic abilities way more than nothing that we've done this whole entire time. Mm-hmm. It feels like they're a little bit more squishy, so I might as well uh, attack mm-hmm. them while they're in heavy numbers and dwindle that down before worrying mm-hmm. about, you know, giving you a boost of four hit dies to try to hit them even if you miss your 10 or whatever you need so right. i think you're yeah. playing just fine yeah and i, and I think you're going to find the the deity i like the fact you left it uh, you know uh, um, you know very obscure because you know we're learning about gore we're learning about all these other things i think you're going to come across it naturally in the game and it's going to be much bigger yeah impact, it's, it's kind of different like the, i get more skills right the things change as the guy you know tans more levels yeah. so i could flesh it out later <laughs> I definitely think one one way you should approach this is to uh, take into account what subclass you want to go into if or when you do take a third level of Paladin, because that's right. that's when you get right. all of that. Personally, from the uh, like descriptions you've been giving about Abraxas and his interactions with his pendants, I, I feel like there's the seed of animosity towards Gore especially as these events in the town have been uh, being uncovered, I think it'd be very interesting to not necessarily play someone following a creed or a, a deity or a special order, but instead like one man who just really, really wants to take down the forces of this uh, hidden God. I, I think that'd be a, a, a neat avenue to take with it. But of course, do do what feels natural and what what now, that was makes kind sense of the, the moment. Part of the thing where I, he does have this piece of metal on him, but obviously it's not really good a good thing. He just didn't know what it was, and he thought the power came through that. But really, it's really coming from him. He just you know he's just trusting I, 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 this piece of metal. It's really meaningless. Yeah, I mean, I think you've been doing it very well because again, your initial motivation was you were looking and you were off adventuring, trying to find something that was beyond the mountains. And, right. you know, that might be everything. That might be your deity. That might be your creed. That might be a bunch of things. So I think, you know, it's been played very well. Was it, was it really you that you were trying to find across those mountains? 
there you go. It was really the friendships along the way. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like a Scooby-Doo uh, mystery by the time yeah, we're done. Yeah. Forget about Andromeda Strain. When it breaks, was, yeah, it's going to be the guy from the runs the uh, what get lit in, right? It's the guy yeah. with the. <laughs> it's old man Smithers from the amusement park. Yeah, the flag. Park. It's the guy making the flag. It's, it's me the whole time. Yeah, yeah. You know, was, I, uh, I am Gore. <laughs> it was Abraxas and Bell marching their way through there, but then there was just one set of footprints, and that was when he carried you. Wait, uh, <laughs> Bell did carry him a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's why the My footprints kill. are so deep. My kill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that, I mean, that's the the way Eli described it. Um, I'm glad I shut up and let him talk because I like that better. Because what I was going to say is if you, the idea of Gore is Gore the deceiver. And if you're all about truth, then obviously is a polar opposite. And yeah. maybe that's enough. But uh, without latching onto some kind of shtick, just being the, the, you know, the brooding uh, champion of good in this case could be a, 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 right. a nice way to approach it. Yeah. How's, um, how do you think miles is going? And I'm saying that in general, uh, anybody. I personally think he's doing, uh, okay. I started out because I haven't played in a long while, a uh, few years at least. Uh, and I started out kind of slow and he hasn't adventured since he was young. And, uh, so it kind of worked out in my opinion that he didn't really know what to look at and what no, to look I, for. I think that yeah, no, that's cool. That is definitely cool. He's like this guy I was running it in and like, I'm back adventuring cause I need some, I need to rebuild my thing. And it's like, I kind of like, he lost his way and I was trying to like ease his way back in. That's definitely cool. So is he also f- trying to find himself beyond those mountains? Is this- <laughs> <laughs> he's he's like still in search of making a fortune and buy back his business. But overall, yeah. he's also really loving adventure. So I guess in a way, he's finding himself. There you go. <laughs> um, I feel like Miles has been an interesting character. I don't I don't think that there's anything he's done or said that's detracted from the description we got at the start of the game or like the little buildup that that happened like shortly after in the first few sessions it his one-liners seem on point uh the little little pseudo performances he gives us they're they're nice and i think they really (laughs) the song is awesome (laughs) i think they really play into uh a guy who's out of his element you 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 were an entertainer you were an adventurer but for the last However many years you said so long. You were an innkeeper. You're rusty, and I, I think that's a good way to get some unique RP uh, abilities. Make up for the fact that, as you said, you haven't played in a while, and to really reflect that you're low level <laughs> again. Yeah. Hmm. No, I agree. I think I think you played the bar, part of the bar very very well. Thank you. And I know I, I um, if it weren't obvious enough, I have an infatuation with the Bell character. But, uh, <laughs> and, and a lot of that, for me at least, comes from not only Jason's description, but the idea that I can use the description he's had to shoehorn a lot of the story in. Because uh, <laughs> the idea that That's what he I really has like about it too. comic yeah. books of a guy who's been there before is, <laughs> yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it, it allows us allows me to throw so many little hints in there through Bell's backstory that people might not know and for that matter might not even be accurate 
because it's a yeah. reflection of somebody else's interpretation of what might have happened. <laughs> and yeah. um, I, I've just gotten a big kick out of that and the whole idea that the guy who is not only the, the, the most physically diminutive, but has the biggest attitude. So he's got, you know, his big dog syndrome is actually carrying through on the big dog actions. <laughs> and that, that kind of thing is, is just been amazing to me, which is one of the things I mentioned when um, we were going to, uh, get together two days ago and Jason wasn't available. And I, I yeah. put in our little chat, I'm like, bell, no, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no Especially was, uh, while uh, we're doing a combat kind of thing here in some of the RP, like we did previously uh, with, with that side combat with the, the goblins and what have you, or orcs, it was orcs. Oh, um, oh. It was okay. Or was it? Hell, I don't remember what the hell we fought. There were goblins. But, yeah. Those guys. Um, it wasn't so important that Jason was present for that, but in something like this where we're actually building the story, to me, I want to make sure everyone is there. So, I mean, one day without him, and we almost lost our whole party. Yeah, we don't <laughs> yeah that's a good point. Yeah. He's not even a healer or anything. We just <laughs> almost all died. <laughs> well, and I, I didn't add spells to Miles all the time when I should have. So. <laughs> You're, um, it's that old adage that, you know, the best uh, – uh, defense is a good offense in this case, but your best healing is your good damage. I don't know how to heal. I'll go fight this guy. You go heal him. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Jason, what do you think about your character so far? I mean, you know, for, for somebody who has been the forever DM and who has, you know, uh, always played every other character, you know, it's, it's been really cool being the singular, singular individual. And, you know, one thing that I, I, I try to do uh, because again, it, it's very easy for me to get carried away with with Bell and you know be that over the top attitude stuff here. So you know, I personally want to I, I try to reel myself back in and you know make sure that everyone is involved, but with discussion and you know asking them you know what can you do with can you do this what can you do this here, and at the same time being able to balance that you know larger than life persona when he really is very insecure about his own abilities and, and doing different kind of things. Um, you know, I don't want to step on anyone's toes in any game. I want everyone to have their own moments. Uh, something that I always try to do as a DM and, you know, now as a player, um, you know, is it, you know, stealing uh, references kills all the time. <laughs> it was not something that initially I, I, I was intending yeah. to do, but I mean, that's what kind of happened throughout the game. And, you know, I think it lends to, um, the, the, the relationship that him and, him and, uh, um, you know, when 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 Arethnus first met Bell, he was very protective, trying to keep him protected, putting a shield in front of him and doing <laughs> these things here. So, you know, uh, Bell showing off a little bit and trying to get those big kills in front of him is, you know, I think a part of the, the journey showing like, you know, I, 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 I can hold my own with these big dogs. I can hold my own with them. Yeah, it's really cool though because he's getting these big shots, but he's like he's like the most cautious character of the group. Right? He's like, oh, I don't know if we should do this. And he's real paranoid all the time, you know. And I'm I'm like, let's just do it, man. Forget about it. But he's like, he's kicking yeah. everybody's ass, even though he's like crazy cautious. Peekaboo, <laughs> zap gone. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. guys. I've never fired a gun before. Yeah. He proceeds to hit four yeah, bullseyes. He, he runs into the room like John Wick and just like tears everybody down. That's what it is. Thank you. Bill Bill has been a very very fun character to uh, to interact with, and I'm gonna be completely honest here. At the beginning few sessions, it felt a little too gimmicky to me, like it felt very heavy handed. But I think that's like looking back on it, it kind of was a necessity because you really have to establish something like that, especially with how 
<laughs> how much uh, the DM is using it as an entryway for the story. Now it's just, I take great amusement in hearing Bill's like, oh, wait, uh, actually, I think, uh, yeah, here we go, issue 72. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all, all those little interactions, the, the stories. Uh, in this last session, when he took the badge off the captain of the city guard and just, you, you guys, uh, you gotta take this. Yeah. Like, that, that felt... <laughs> That, that was a nice small piece of character RP that uh, it made me very, very happy to see, very, very excited. It's like, oh, I wonder if that's going to play any part or if it's just going to be another thing for Siegfried to just accuse him with. Yeah. That's something that I do want to get across in later uh, uh, game sessions. As Bell has been doing more to establish himself, Siegfried has gotten more and more annoyed with him. <laughs> <laughs> Bell, Bell, can, yeah. Bell can feel it. He can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty Especially yeah. since you keep coming in and sniping my kills. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> so but, how's, um, how's yeah. Siegfried as a character going for you, Eli? Uh, for me personally, I feel like I'm not living up to what I intended for the character. Uh, his his actions have all been you know, logical. They've followed simple thought processes, but there are a couple avenues that I feel like I'm not really exploring. One was, and the, the primary one is one of his fear his fears. It's uh, if I remember correctly, it's uh, he's scared of failing the people around him because he has so much at stake that he overexerts himself to to compensate for that. So, like, uh, seeing Abraxas rush into the rooms and get decimated every time, that's, that's, that's at Siegfried off, and that's why I was so insistent on just barging in there myself. I'm the first one in. We're, do, we're going in hot and heavy. Uh, it's, I feel like it's something I've been neglecting, and I do want okay. to push that aspect of his character further. The second piece is his spellcasting heritage, and I think I want to, like, after getting the third level, I still haven't decided a subclass. I think I want to start trying Druid, because that's my magic initiate source. I, I want to explore the magic side of him, as it's a significant part of his backstory. It's why he's out here. So, yeah. But other than that, it's, he's been fine. It's been fun. I love playing fighters, and I've gotten to hit stuff. Cool. He um, can't put it on himself when others rush into the room, though. He needs to chill on that because he can't control yeah. everybody. Oh, of course. Yeah, I, I kind of like. Well, for me, it's like he's got this uh, professionalism about him. Like he's kind of like the military man. Everything must follow a certain order and be precise. And like we're we're a bunch of chaotic people just running running amok. And he's like, oh my That's god, why am, I, why am I working with these guys? Oh yeah, I need money. Yeah. <laughs> he's all like, stay low, two people yeah. on the ridge yeah. above, and we're all like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I think I think that's what that works out there. That's perfect. Yeah, no, and, and again, you know, I I see there's a a unique dichotomy between Bell and you know Arithmus, uh when it comes down to it. They they really are probably more similar than they give each other credit for, but they do it in different ways. And you know that's why Bell is always kind of like trying to you know ask <laughs> as far as what do you think? What do you think about this here? What do you think about this? I, here? I can see that. And you know trying to again at the same time. Uh, you know, build that camaraderie, but at the same time, you know, uh, uh, again, it's, 
there's that uniqueness where they are kind of opposite and, and pushing at each other a little bit here. Almost but like the a... Almost like a rivalry of sorts? A little bit, but, you know, because, I mean, it was one of those things, you know, like when I was giving you the crazy hand signals, yeah. and you're like, I don't understand. Big what brother, what little doing. brother syndrome yeah. going on with yeah. these two. I like yeah, that. Then, I like that. Yeah, and then and then uh, you did the same thing with the hand signals when with the other zombies. And I was like, oh, I think he wants us all to go in. And you're like, screw <laughs> it, let's do it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I thought that was I thought that was some, you know, cool, cool moments in the game. And, you know, so far for me, you know, one of the big things I always did as a DM is trying to get every player to participate and make sure that everyone had their voice. And so far for me, at least in the group, and I hope everyone feels this way, is that everyone's, I think, as everyone has had, hasn't had that moment. And I don't think that anyone has ever been, you know, pushed off to the side uh, for one character taking the spotlight or, or doing something like that, which has been really good. And again, you know, really good credit to not only all the players, but also to Joe, who's the DM who keeps the game moving, you know, at the pace that it continues on with so go joe mm -hmm. go joe no. <laughs> go um now i'm going to to switch it a little and ask randy what do you think of abraxas uh weird lizard dude trash don't need him <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> not asking miles asking randy <laughs> uh i'm enjoying his character he's uh oh what, what's to say about him uh He's really a really good character. I, I, I really don't know how to even talk to right now. I don't know my problem is, but um, That's okay. I'm appreciating the way Chris has been playing him. And uh, I, I like that he's willing to charge into a room and uh, take a few hits so that us squishier people can uh, do what we need to do. Um, I like the way Chris is also playing him. Uh, just, uh, just all around pretty good. All thumbs up for, in my opinion. In my sloppy way of being able to talk tonight. Oh. Who okay. else has any thoughts about uh, Braxis as a character? I'm excited to see where he goes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Same here. It's. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be great to see that flower bloom. He's going to smell yeah. like a rose. Yes, this big hulking lizard man who breathes fire shall be forevermore described as a flower blooming. You're you're muted, by the way, Chris. <laughs> oh, that's okay. We're just going to talk about him, not with him. <laughs> I, I saw him talking in the conversation. Yeah. Be talked to. Mute yourself. <laughs> so we talked a little about the adventure. Now, I, I do want to mention that um, from my perspective, I tire of D&D &D combat, which is one of the reasons I ask. Uh, Chris and... Um, Randy are familiar more with the dungeon world stuff, the system I'm more infatuated with and yep. where you don't leave adventure mode to do combat. Everything is still done in the same method, the same pattern that the same dice rolls that you're doing to, to check out an area are the same dice rolls you're doing when you attack something. Um, and there's, there's more of a flow there. So personally I tire of it, which is why I want to ask, um, for me, I feel like, all right, now the zombie's going to hit you. All right, now the skeleton's going to hit you. Now, I'm trying to do different descriptions, uh, try not to use the same words over and over again and um, do different attacks and what have you. Because, you know, in reality, in reality, we're not playing in reality. Uh, but where we are here, it doesn't matter how many bones the skeleton has, how many limbs the zombie has, that doesn't matter. It still has a chance to attack you and you still have a chance to attack it. So things like 
you cut them in half and now it's just the upper half of the torso crawling on the ground trying to hit you. The zombie's still going to roll a slam plus three to hit you. That, you know, it's the same attack. But um, throwing those different descriptions in there for me is one of the ways to alleviate what I feel is, is more of a numbers game rather than a game game. Uh, so I want to throw that out there. That's one of the reasons I ask. I don't have a problem doing it especially because I think we're having a lot of fun. But um, if anyone else was tiring of the combat, or like you had said, Eli, where it'll be neat now that the combat's winding down to see where the story's leading next. Um, I completely agree with that because that's kind of what we're doing. Uh, You probably notice we have one room left in the town hall. And I hinted to it at the end of the last episode that it says mayor outside. Um, as the mayor of tranquility, which means he's got to be a really easygoing dude, right? Uh, no. Oh, yeah. Um, and well, maybe Unless he was when he was alive. We'll see what he's like when he's dead. <laughs> but, um, he's a lich. We're just getting wiped. There you go. Heck yeah. Um, go sick of this campaign. You new know, campaign. Actually, Let's go. Randy just gave me a new idea. Uh, I'm going to need to set oh, something up. Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no. But, um, did I say lich? I said leech. <laughs> I'm definitely enjoying it. And to Jason's point earlier, one of the things I like to do as well is to make sure people stay involved. So I do, I'll, I'll single people out. You guys have probably gotten this by now. I'll, I'll single somebody out when there's nothing happening. Or um, also to Jason's point, when, when he was just doing stuff, I would say, all right, go ahead and start that now. What's Miles doing? Right. And, I, I try and throw things in there to try and make sure people stay in, in, involved yeah. or at least get a chance to talk. It is also okay to um, go a whole episode hardly saying anything. It's okay, especially if that's what fits for what you want to do or what's happening in that episode and the way your character fits in. That is perfectly okay. If, however, it happens because you're not comfortable with something going on or you just don't feel like you need to be involved, you can say something. You know, I, I feel like my character has nothing to do. Can we just make sure next session my character has something to do? Perfectly okay. Yeah. Uh, everything that goes on here, I feel like part of my responsibility in running this is to make sure everybody has an opportunity to do something. And hopefully that something you do is something that you actually wanted to do. I've had that, several that times. Parts on you. <laughs> I've had several times where I had no idea what to do, and then you're like, "What is Miles doing?" And it's like, uh, "Well, we're being quiet right now, so I was going to play my instrument to liven the mood." But we're like, "Shh, let's listen." It's like, well, "I guess I'm not going to jam right now." <laughs> <laughs> now. Clearly, you're not a lead guitar player because you wouldn't care. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you just keep jamming oh, anyway. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> um. Uh, with all that do we have any other comments that we want to throw in before we meet the mayor Mm, I can't Uh, think of anything off the top of my head no all I was going to say about Bell is that Miles and both myself are fascinated in Bell and think that he's a fun character to have around and tease a little bit but I mean I think it's cool how we're just all kind of like friends in this party instead of like any real hostility about to each other's characters we all just kind of merge really well as i said I, like i said bell and retinas are going to be best of friends by the time this is all done <laughs> it's going to happen assuming we both make it out alive oh we'll be fine, we'll be fine. yeah making it out alive is kind of important isn't it for me at least 
Bell's, Bell's, Bell's going to get your kids into that college there, Reference. That's what's going to happen. Kids? Your kid. So when did I get more? Ooh. <laughs> if he dies, so can we, wait a couple weeks. If he dies, can we resurrect him and make him Hell's Bells? Ooh. I'm with that. I have to put him down. Sorry. Yes, I'll allow it. <laughs> Brexit, um, promise me you won't let that happen. No. <laughs> cool. The um, all right. Let me see. Do I have this right here? Uh, 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 I, I actually have to make sure what the hell I'm doing here. Um, we have now a quick recap to be said by whom? Chris's turn. Okay, Randy, you volunteer. <laughs> Uh, and last episode, <laughs> you wanted to. And last episode, we uh, had searched the room that uh, we were previously in, and uh, then we went down to the southern room and uh, killed some skeletons. And uh, this is where we are now. It was uh, just a lot of combat, and uh, Bell found uh, a code that he needs to decipher. And a badge. And a badge. Yeah. And a badge. Cool. Um, do you remember nothing to anyone? As far as the it's papers mean something that to were found, the papers that were found in the captain of the guard's office. Um, what was the summary there? Do you remember, Bell? Uh, uh, summary, hockey. <laughs> I remember hockey's and bananas. Is what it was. There we go. The, yeah, it was, it was. It was the lead up to the destruction of the city six months yep. prior. The agents yep. of Gore, and then Gore showed yep. up and was like, this, "Enough talk." Yep. <laughs> hockey's and bananas. That would be Thank a good. You title um all right we're at that door miles before we is your real name yeah before we play with the door uh what kind of like i know you said there's a bunch of bookshelves but this wasn't really yeah. a library per se is this like town files or something or just like almanacs or kind of stuff we're looking at here it's um it's a library but yes it's a good point it's more like the town's library uh there it's not it's not like general stuff. There are things in there like the town's favorite recipes, how to grow the right crops in the town's, um, the, the soil that's available to the town, uh, what different businesses are currently in the town. I mean, there's ledgers and stuff like that throughout. Tax, but tax it's and all just that. about all town business mm -hmm. or at least town reference. It's called a reference library. Okay. But yeah, most of the books are just are, are hacked. There's no um, Dwarven 101. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that would be handy. Um, uh, is there anything about the church? Anything about the church in there? I want Miles to roll a perception check, please. Oh, man. Because there is a possibility. The, it's there is something to do with dwarves in the town's history. Actually, I suppose you could do it. I'd let you do uh, perception or history. I, I don't. I don't have the character sheets open, so I don't know what's good for you. But. Um, and then Joe, can I take one of the short swords from one of the the, the skeletons we killed? Yes. Both plus one, okay. so it's really the same. Um, yeah, let's see your perception. And uh, is it happening? I clicked it. I don't see anything. It's taking a taking a little bit. Yeah. Taking a hot minute. Last thing I see on there was a twenty-three for the longsword. We'll use it. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose we can I could. Cover for the rest, we can use that for the rest of the game. Oh, a five, <laughs> five. <laughs> All right. So, so no, I rolled a four. <laughs> yeah, I'll share this screen here too. Yeah, so, as he's looking, 
a book just flies and <laughs> opens up and dust flies in his eyes. He can't see anything. Ah, son of a... <laughs> well, I mean, he can't because he's decapitated and he can't quite... Oh. <laughs> but yeah, um... Ow. So I'll be uh, rolling a centaur. Did I, what the hell did I just share? Shared the uh, battle map thingy. Yeah. But it didn't yeah. highlight the right thing. Good gosh, man. Now we can see all the goods. Can you? I, I can't even see what the hell's being shared. It's this one that I want, I think. All right. The one with Let's like try that. Yay! Hey. Hey. You know what's in there. So there's something big in there, guys. Yeah. yeah, but somebody's going to open that, that door eventually. Yeah, right? somebody's going to open the door. And now it could be just, no, no, we're not. So there. <laughs> we're just, we're just walking <laughs> you know, I think we've seen Someone's enough. burning this building down. Uh, <laughs> hey, Brax, you know, why don't you just like to let next room on fire? Just be fire through the door. Uh, uh, I need to take a short rest for that to happen. Oh, my. So, um. Uh, well, no, I did ask it was. Is there anything about the church in here, like uh, blueprints for the church kind of thing? Yes. Could be yeah, there is some information. But the... Oh, um eerie music. Yeah, I was hoping that would come through. It should be quieter yeah. than the zombie sounds were. It's just, it's just background stuff that should Definitely, be too uh, distracting. The, um, evil is afoot. Yes. It goes slightly lower, but it's fine. Could it? Because I could do that. Um, I, I just want to make sure I'm not messing with stuff. Anyways, uh... With the library containing information about the town, yes. You can find some information about any specific or general thing within the town. Okay. We'll come back to that book later. Yep. Man, this All right. is Miles is so gonna take mood. the arrow out of the door and put it back yeah. in his quiver and walk away from the door. Because he doesn't open doors. Not here. <laughs> I changed the volume down a little. Let's see if that makes a difference. He isn't, but, yet. Um, he isn't now. You got your era. All right, well. guys. So, I mean, there's one more room back there. Uh, I know we came bursting into this room excitingly, but is anyone uh, opposed to me creeping in and seeing this time what's in there? Not much uh, for the sneaking. If you want to, uh, no, not my call. Here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing, guys. I, I've, I've read a lot of strategy, and I'll, I'll again fan my my comic books. And I'm like, getting a lay of the land, and being able to, you know, evaluate what's inside of a place before you go in there, it can set us up for success. I mean, Braxty, I love you, man, but I mean, you took some hits right there. I mean, you're still. I'm already kicking the door in, so oh. yeah, <laughs> while he's talking. As soon as he says Braxty, just mm -mm. <laughs> oh. Oh, Braxy. I love Braxy. That's that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> so we got Big E and Braxy. <laughs> oh, yeah. You want to kick the door in? Oh, yeah. I'm already in the room. I'm already in the room. That's why I'm not on the map so, anymore. I'm already so, in the room. So, again, as as the two tanky people do this again, I'll look back at Miles and be like, really? I mean, I don't <laughs> really, man. I'll get in there. So I, when I, the door I, opens... You see the mayor of Munchkin City. Oh no! Oh. Oh. Little fella. <laughs> little fella. He looks big. He's cute. Yeah. Um, I actually wanted to turn him a little here, but is um, Abraxas smaller than this guy? I'm yes. seven foot tall. Oh. This guy <laughs> is larger than Abraxas. I'm seven oh. foot tall. If that means anything. 
Um, he is a seven foot seven foot point zero one inches. <laughs> no, he he is larger in every aspect: taller, wider, just bigger. Plus, the trip coming through the door, I rolled a three in initiative. <laughs> no, oh, you're, you're, just, you're just in I awe assume. of the lad. I mean, he's a heckin' chonker. That depends. Y'all want to fight? Oh, I can talk. How has he reacted to us? How has he reacted um, to you? Uh, hold on, I was just clearing some of the initiative. But uh, hey, We have an appointment to see the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> the, so what you're actually seeing, I know that the icon on here looks kind of orcish, but I didn't want to use the same zombie icon again, so I just picked something green. Um, it, it's a it's a very large zombie that oh. uh, stands about eight feet tall and is practically touching the ceiling here. Uh, it, it is holding a, a shield, a big cleaver looking weapon, and on its chest is an emblem of the um, the that hexagonal shape. Um, the, just for for giggles here um i want each of you to roll a d20 just for kicks and not just for kicks just for me to know something and be able to tell you something 14. all right is there a way to do it in here yeah i can't figure out how to do it on the thing within roll 20 there is a, a uh, little d20 there's oh okay all right cool. yeah i'll do that right now. that's one way to do it that's what um eli had been doing for his stuff got a niner <laughs> Neither. So right, maybe it's appropriate that Miles is the one that might pick up on this. Um, I think between Miles and Siegfried, they had been wandering around earlier. But Miles, it occurs to you that um, this shape, the hexagonal shape and that kind of star in the middle, uh, looks like the a very general overview of the city the outside of the city and then the city center and then the streets that go out from the city center. Ah. So it, it may be the emblem of the town. Just throw that out there because he I... He did climb that tower, so he did kind of see that in a way. Yeah, and that, uh, that that's kind of what I was thinking. It, it kind of makes sense that you had that role in there. Um, so he's wearing a, a badge like that on his chest. And it's not so much a badge as, as a big emblem on the... the the uh, leather breastplate that he is wearing. If you had to guess, this isn't the way the mayor would have dressed in life, nor would he have been eight feet tall. So something happened. Um, and gotcha. what you get out of him is simple growls. Oh. There is no speech. It's just <laughs> And he does want to swing his um, Big ass cleaver at Abraxas. So, uh, I think unless you guys are going to just time. run away, we should probably do an initiative. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I roll again if you let me, but yeah, I'm cool with the key. To uh, initiative <laughs> is being rolled now. If you did something previously, I don't need to hear about it. Right, yeah. Whoop. Whoop, whoop. So there's the mayor. Whoop! <laughs> this dude is huge in There's comparison to y'all's. Right. Um, I gotta go back to the 
text one. Oh, great. He's a little bit bigger than me. Let me say <laughs> that you guys will all be going first. Uh, <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Uh, I got a whopping him? six. <laughs> Is he surprised? <laughs> yeah. I think we're surprised when you kick the door open and there's this massive thing in there. Yeah, was not expecting something bigger than me. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that it is. is for sure. If um, if you want to go by mass, he's probably a third again your size. Mm. Big boy. Yeah, a big Oof. feller. Um, and what I'm seeing here is uh, not too surprisingly, Bell has mm -hmm. the uh, option to have his action go first. All right, so seeing this hulking thing, and again, since Abraxas is in the doorway, and I can probably just see the head of the other person in front of him, I'm going to try to shoot him in the face. Uh, <laughs> to, uh, so that is a, let's see here from the crossbow, that is a 20. Ooh, a 20 will hit. Yes. Nice. And then that is uh, five plus four sneak attack damage since he's engaged with somebody else. Uh, so nine points of damage. Nine. Pick to the temple. Yep. So yeah, the toothpick. I wanted to go like right above the island, <laughs> so like it just it looks gross and it's just sticking out uh, of his eye. Uh. And you know it does. It yeah. doesn't seem to phase it at all. I'm like, yeah. oh, Abraxas, get close the door, yeah. please. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got hit. By yeah, I'm not sure if you saw the uh, red bar move, but it did. <laughs> it did. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, I will then. I will use my. Uh, I will use my action to hide behind uh, the door as best I can. <laughs> All right, go for it. Let's uh, give me your stealth roll. Okay, stealth roll. It's only a twelve. <laughs> Oof, not good. Okay. Um, after Bell, we've got Abraxas, the man, the myth, the myth. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna the switch it up. I'm gonna see if I can get some action off this hellbird for once. <laughs> Man, yeah, I need something big for a big guy. Let's see, let's see how this works out. Go for it. Here's the big swing. Yeah, oh, 14 will not hit. Oh. It, um, the mayor uh, takes his big shield and just uses it to swat aside yeah. your halberd. I mean, yeah. Braxton, you're in a small building with a big halberd. You just gets caught yeah. on the walls and everything else. Can't get that, that power. There's, there's just enough room to make a full swing, but just yeah. enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Siggy, every guy, dude. <laughs> I distracted him for you. Yeah, he's distracted. Thoroughly distracted. Siggy's going to take the opportunity to get into the door here. Uh, oh, God. What did I have equipped? Uh, oh, I had so shield and longsword. So I'm going to go ahead and, and take a smack at this boy. Kind of wishing I had saved my action search. That <laughs> mm. right. won't make a difference. That's one swinging boy. Twenty-two to hit. A nice. twenty-two will hit. All right. One D eight plus three, three six slashing damage. Six slashing Go damage. I assure you, swipe at his calf. The red bar did move. <laughs> oh jeez. This is uh, a big feller. Yeah, that's all I can do. <clears throat> All right, Miles. Okay. Um, not really wanting to get too close to this big guy if he doesn't need to. Uh, he is going to. That's cast... what all of Abraxas' ex wives said, too. 
Uh, he's going to start playing his instrument to do a... Uh, where the hell are my things at? <laughs> That's, gosh, so many openings. Yeah, I'm looking at... Oh, there's Bard features. <laughs> uh, Bardic Inspiration. There we go. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. I'm going to cast that on Abraxas. Uh, as oh, a bonus, bonus action. Oh, it's a bonus action? Yeah, bonus so I could just do this any time then. Bonus action. Oh. Oh, my, I could have been doing this. Well, we get zombies. Who cares? Yeah, well, uh, I guess so. Bonus action, a creature other than you within 60 feet that can hear you gains an inspiration die 1d6 for 10 minutes. The creature can add it to one ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. This can be added after seeing the roll, but before knowing the outcome. And then so he's going to run Since For miles... What does he do that inspires Abraxas? Uh, he's going to tap on his drum and say, Abraxas, you got it. No one else can do any shit. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> just going to sing a little rhyme for him to cheer him there on. There you go. Cool. Uh, and that's, that is a bonus action. What else do you do you want to do? Uh, he's going to swing his drum he has on a strap back behind him, grab the pickaxe, and uh, I guess cleave upwards instead of down since this dude's almost as high as the ceiling. Oh, going uh, for the crotch. Crotch, stomach, chest, whatever he can uh, get on his way up as I switch back to my actions and click longsword. All right. And so, yeah, this is with the uh, pickaxe. Fifteen. Yep, with the big X. Oh, a 15 does not hit. However, <laughs> as you swing and this big nasty zombie thing takes a kind of a half a step back, you feel that tug again of the pickaxe wanting to pull back in the opposite direction and roll again, please. Yeah, jumping screens. I really should figure yeah. out something. Until you better. actually go through and I do the whole identify thing, I'm going to do its actions for you. I only got one more spell, so I'm not going to waste on identify just yet. Yeah. 16. Oh, a 16 also misses. Oh, you, sense, got a lot. you sense disappointment in the big <laughs> It's okay, Father, I crave okay. violence. Sadness. <laughs> you got this. You got this. Next time. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, wow, you guys have really kind of left it open for the mayor to do what he wants. Um, but I figured it's his town, you know. It is his town. We're going to go for Siegfried. Oh, and no. Please. the mayor swings his... I'm so defenseless. He, he swings his big-ass cleaver at Siegfried. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. With a Ass plus cleaver. six to hit, I got an eight. Hey! I'm untouchable. <laughs> okay. Also, ah! There's some force <laughs> in that one. <laughs> Um, and and I'm also taking his second attack at Siegfried. Oh no! And that's a seventeen. Please, I am a sweet summer child. Oh, eight! You got to break eighteen. Oh, because you got the shield. Yep. Oh man! All right. So, um, uh, maybe your shield is what helps protect you at this point, because I roll a seventeen and um. Uh, you feel the force, the strength that is behind uh, just the, the, the lumbering swing of this large zombie. Uh, however, it does not damage you. And uh, a bell, although I don't think you can kill it, 
we just don't know yet because you haven't rolled. That's <laughs> true. That's true. So Bell seeing, yeah. seeing everything happening here uh, is going to recall upon uh, his memory of uh, you know battles of old, and he's going to take out his uh, his the remainder part of his oil flask. And he is going to uh, chuck it at the hulking zombie, trying to coat it in oil. Okay. So I don't know. Is that you want that, that my um, action? Dexterity. Do, do a dexterity um, check, please. Uh, regular dex. Okay. Yep. All right. Just straight up dex, because you're not you're not looking to hurt it. You're just looking no, to just, apply it. Yeah, just trying to chuck in yep. a, in a in a in a way over there's a twelve. Okay, so as far as just grabbing that and throwing it, it does hit. Um, you hit it kind of at waist level, so the lower half gets a, a, a fair amount of that oil on it. Okay. Um, and I will let you also take um, uh, take an action, but as if it is your second weapon attack without the bonuses. Okay, okay. so uh, so for the second weapon attack here, I wouldn't be able to use my crossbow then. No. Nah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you want to th- try try throwing a dagger, I would. I'd yeah, let that yeah I'll go. throw I'll throw a dagger then if you can't do that's fine. So uh, I'll I'll do that and I'll just kind of yell at uh at one of them like fire and then I'll chuck my dagger at it, uh, which is a eighteen. Ooh, an eighteen hits. A, and then the damage is uh, I don't know if I get sneak attack on that since I chucked the thing at it. Yeah, um, I'm gonna say no because of that. Yeah, so four four damage then. Four damage. Yeah, so dagger right into the thigh where he's yep. coated in oil. Yep. So a- anybody, well, everybody else is right there. You mm-hmm. saw the little vial come through, hit it, and there's, um, uh, it was lantern oil, I think it was, right? Yeah, that, yeah um, it's the one I took from the uh, the, uh, the the camp we, we, yeah. we passed a yep. couple of games ago. Yep. Um, so there's a fair amount of lantern oil on the lower half of the the zombie mare. Uh, Abraxas. What yeah, you got, bruh? I'm still going to go for a halberd swing. I got to okay. hit this guy at least once. I, I was going to do something else, but the guy's got oil on him now, so I can't, can't do it. Don't forget, you have yeah. uh, the bar inspiration if you need it. What does that do? You had a 1D, was it a 1D6, was it? Feature. It is a D6, but it's to what? To an attack roll? Uh, Attack roll or saving throw and ability check as well. It's a 1D6. I'll use it for attack roll. So I got a 13 and 4, 17. And up after Abraxas is... (laughs) Uh, 17 misses. For those who are fans of the numbers and paying attention, the thrown dagger of an 18 hit, the swing of the halberd with inspiration of 17 did not. Oof. Good to know. That's that's a fun threshold. You know what? You going after the threshold? Okay. Uh, Oh, you know what? Actually, hold on a second. Um, Before we go there, um, Abraxas, you still have that follow-up elbow kick, whatever. Yeah, that's if I'm, uh, that's if I'm one-handed weapons. Man, weapon. Oh, he's got the halberd. The halberd. Yep, yep, the halberd. yep. Go for it. Uh, I mean, I'll take it, it if you want. Uh, <laughs> Maybe next did, time. Did yeah. we establish that produce flame does not catch things on fire? Like, it only does the fire damage? We should, we should look that up and find out. The, um, the do you have it handy to click on so we can see it? Oh, yeah. The, uh, the roll cast. Tool? 
God dang it. I don't want to. We can just see what the text is there. But um, my first thought is. No, that's not what I meant to do. <laughs> I know we established. Oh, there it is. Display in virtual tabletop. Yeah. <laughs> it, it does not say that this uh, lights things on fire. So I'm um, fire damage. Right. I'm, I'm leaning towards it's just the damage taken. So what I would do, uh, <clears throat> roll to hit, and if if you hit, um, you could use as a bonus action each turn to do another D8 of damage. Okay. I mean, it looks like D8. it's... Yeah, it says the target takes a D8 of fire damage. So if you hit with the first one... Um, I would let you choose to do another D8 of damage. You just have to remember to do it on the next turn. Okay. All right. So, yeah, Siegfried is, uh, upon seeing the oil being applied, he's going to quickly take a step back and... <laughs> it's everyone else on fire. Cool. Uh, he's, he's going to... He's going to... He's going to oh, get, my party's on fire. <laughs> and throw it at the oil, hopefully. This mare is on fire. No, that's a 10. Oh. So the oil that's around. Oh, I forgot to mention there are a lot of small pieces of dry wood and paper laying all around the foot of the mare. You are, we were in a library room before. Oh, we don't no need sense. any of that. Yeah, if you did that and missed in the library room, this would have probably been worse. But as <laughs> it is, you just shed some light on the other side of the mare. So now... He is more imposing with this nice backlight of flame behind him, and his shadow is flickering over you. Upon seeing that it makes him look scarier, I dismiss the spell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he had some Merrick inspiration, but not anymore. No, no. Uh-oh. Heck so no. what's Miles up to? All right, Abraxas, you can't miss. With your next attack, you got this. <laughs> nice. I like that. And then I'm going to swing again. <laughs> After I cast my bardic inspiration on Abraxas again. And I'm going to swing again. Actions. Do you have bongos, Randy? Because for some reason I feel like Miles would play bongos. Uh, he has like a weird drum that's not really a snare. So it's more, yeah, probably a bongo or yeah. uh, I think the other one's called a, a dembe or something. Yeah. Oh, are you serious? Uh, I'm not serious. Uh, does it do the swing back you thing again? I am occasionally. Um, no. Uh, when you cast Identify, you will find out it's once a day, but I'm not telling you before that. Okay. Uh, you didn't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, uh, <clears throat> didn't tell you what. I can't hit this mother! Actually, I guess I would say it's once per long rest, not once a day, but you didn't hear that, and I didn't say it. Um, <laughs> Y'all hear a breeze? Uh, we, uh, you know, there's another one I wanted to play. I feel like a voice is in my head that said something, but it came out wah, 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 wah. <laughs> it's Charlie Brown's principle. Um, all right, it's the mayor's turn. Um, I think the mayor at this point is just going to keep attacking. Um, no, he was attacking Siegfried, but Siegfried stepped away. So we're going to go with Miles. Oh, shit. Using intense. Oh shit, indeed, yes. Uh, uh, I don't like how this guy is looking at me. He's, <laughs> you actually see the little hearts in his eyes? Does he want to marry, marry you? <laughs> 20. 
22. Jesus. Uh, I'm pretty sure we'll hit anybody. All right, now here's the tough part because the mayor had a lot of clout and he could deal a lot of damage. So as that cleaver hits you for 10 points of damage, it actually knocks you back and prone on the ground. Oh, jeez. So you fall back. I mean, not far. If you want to, if you can move your token back to where Bell is, just on the other side of the door. So you, like, fall back um, onto the ground. Just tumble down over here. Yeah, and 10 points of damage. I will as soon as this stupid longsword definition gets out of my way. There it goes. The, um, can you, uh, you guys still hear everything okay? The music's not too loud. It's so loud. It's yeah, it could be. It should be loud. <laughs> See, for me, and I think that it makes it more intense, time, that's for sure. Well, when we were doing the, the sound last time, I was mentioning that um, I can barely hear it, and I have to turn it way down so it's not too loud for you guys. But um, uh, we'll try it again. Anyways, uh, after the mayor is Bell. Well, now I miss it. <laughs> oh, he doesn't, have two, he doesn't have two attacks? The mayor? Um, this time, it, he put everything behind this one attack. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Uh, once per day. <laughs> once once yeah. per day. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I so, meant to say he wound up to do it, but I didn't. Gotcha. Okay. Kind of like, gotcha. So gotcha. he did, he did he took a he pointed to the bleachers and then swung at Miles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, Bell seeing Miles getting knocked back behind him. I'm gonna look at Miles and no, see he's okay. He's not dead. Uh, then turn and uh, take a shot with uh, uh, my crossbow bolt because there's no there's no fire left. Right. You, you, the fire's completely gone. Right, it kind of fizzled. It, it, it fizzled? Okay. All right, well, in that case, then, yeah, I'll just take a shot with my uh, crossbow at him, uh, which is a 17. Seven misses. 17 will miss, yes. Yep, 17 misses. Now, um, remember, guys, if any, if at any point, due to your actions or description, you can talk me into having advantage, that's on you. <laughs> and I just want to get you guys to do that. Um, one of the things I did want to mention earlier but I wanted to let you do what you, you chose, Eli, was when you charged in, I thought you were going to say, you're going to go in and flank him. But it, you didn't. So I was like, okay. Uh, oh, I, but I wanted to mention it because yeah. I still want to remind you guys, talk me into advantage yeah. so you can have so, it. So after the shot goes wide, uh, I swing back behind the door. And then with the torch that I have, I was going to see... Would you allow my second hand thing just to chuck it at the bottom half of his torso to try to light him on fire? Yes. What would you like for that as far as the check? I'm going to go for dexterity again. Harry? Yep. And to be successful here, you're not looking for a seven, just so you know. Yep. <laughs> so I just, not even looking, I just chuck it behind me like this and hope for the best. Yeah, and... um. As uh, as it bounces off of your shoulder, Abraxas, <laughs> the torch bounces off your shoulder, and it is your turn. Uh, all right, I'm going to drop the halberd and just go in and try to grapple this guy. All right, go. So at least that, if I can get a grapple on him, everybody else will have advantage, and he will have disadvantage. Now, is one grapple thing I action? never pay attention to yeah, because it action. used to be complicated is grapple rules. Who knows about it for 5th edition? I'm in ability. Yeah, so it's, it's. I think it's just an opposed strength check. It's an act. It's an action, so it's an opposed strength check. Okay, and it used to be complicated for three five. Um, oh God, I can't yeah, Eli, you were a three five fan, right? 
Oh, okay. So, yeah, I can I can yeah. go the whole spiel right now, but I think that combat's more important. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. But th- th- that's the thing. I started to ignore it when they made it really complicated. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, yeah. Um, but yeah, oppose strength at check. Let's do that. Let me... Um, it, it's, you, if you want, before you roll yours, I'll tell you what mine is. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I could... Yeah, it's a strength away. athletics checks from both involved, unless yep. the defender wants to use dex acrobatics. Yep, to escape right. or to avoid. Oh, it's strength in this case. Full yeah. show. Oh, nice. Alright, so um, your roll was almost triple mine. That's <laughs> what I'm going to guess. Nice. Oof. Well, what's that? I mean... You're wrapping your scaly arms and claws around a big ass zombie. What? What do you? Uh, what is your intent at this point? Yeah, I think my, my intent component. is. Yeah, my intent is to hold them so people use a whale on them, so they're at an advantage and he's at disadvantage. You know, and, and grapple. And I'm the biggest guy here. State is it? Is yeah, so he would be restrained. He would be restrained, and he could try to get out every time, but he's at a disadvantage. Yeah. Okay. So Braxis, almost without a problem, maybe because this guy had just had his, uh, you know, home run with uh, Miles there, you have no problem grabbing him. Uh, you're holding him. How do you want to hold him? I mean, if you want to describe it, go for it. Kind of like, like a rear re- re- naked choke on him, you know. It's out of there. Just try to choke him out, obviously. I mean, I'm not, right. I don't really have rules for that, right, to make attacks like that. So you're just kind of, I'm just pinning him down there. Hey, Joe, it you could say... You could say that attack went for miles. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Well, well. If you want me to be able to do damage, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't really say that. Well, yeah, what I, nice. what I would do with somebody. that is um, where I where the mayor can make a strength check to break free of the grapple, I would have you do another strength to, yeah. to, yep. to, to, to try and render him unconscious. And maybe okay. the difference, I can figure something out. That's fine. In the meantime, it seems mm-hmm. like the Sigman, Sig Sauer yep. there, has got a free shot, practically. Yep, you're at is, advantage. Is this thing grappled or restrained? Because those are two different uh, conditions. He's restrained. Technically, he said he was going to grapple him, but what he's doing is holding him. Yeah, it's technically restrained. That's why I have grapple pin, grappling pins, so he's restrained. Oh, okay. Dope. Uh, well, <laughs> that throws a wrench in Siegfried's plans. Uh, um, you're fireproof, right? <laughs> Not completely, but uh, if, if you're looking to grab the torch, I give you the nod to do it. <laughs> yeah. Siegfried moves over, grabs the torch, and just smacks it against the, the thing's leg. Feel the burn. Right in the crotch. Because I'm not like wrapping my legs around. I'm just trying to like pin them down, you know? Yeah. Like, like zombie in the wee-wee. Yeah. <laughs> so Wolfman's got nards. This would be in um, give roll. me uh, I'm going to say let's go with a, a dexterity roll. Okay. Dexterity. It's got to be better than a 7. <laughs> a 16. All right. Hey. Take. So what we're going to start with here is fire. You successfully set the lower half of the zombie on fire. And there he goes. All right. <laughs> give him a billy club. Burn, exactly. burn. The uh, give me a D eight. We're gonna do similar damage to what your produced flame would do for now. Ooh, we'll do a D eight of fire damage off the bat. Seven. Seven damage, and at this point, 
the mayor is on fire. Yes. Yes, from the lower half yeah. up, which is convenient for fire, I suppose. It's his legs. <laughs> and was there anything else that Siegfried was doing? Uh, no, I don't have any uh, bonus action stuff I can do. So, Miles. That's my turn. Little drummer boy. So he was prone, not prone, so I guess he's just going to get up if uh, he can try to shoot with his longbow. He'll try, but... Getting up is a free action, I believe. Standing. Uh, uh, moving, yeah. Yeah. All right. What hit me? That that dick. (laughs) All right. (laughs) You look and you just, like, who hit me? Oh, it's that guy they're getting whittled <laughs> on with a flaming stick. Oh, you son he's of a... He's in a chokehold and he just... You're also However, at advantage. He's he's restrained. Yeah, you're at okay. advantage. Yeah. So, so roll that sucker again. Uh, can you do better? Better, but we can try. I think you can. Yeah, do it up. I'm not, not sure a crit. if you will. You can absolutely you can. do better. I'm holding it for you. <laughs> Go. Oh, oh. No. So, uh, 17 and a 14, the 17 does miss. Uh, it goes uh, just a bit outside. Dude, someone take his armor off. <laughs> the, um, do you want to do anything else? Because you still have more, uh, you, you have your, the rest of your movement or anything else you want to do. Uh, I'm just going to freely sing to Siegfried to give him uh, some bardic inspiration. Hey, Siegfried, the lizard didn't do it. So, stomp his face in if you wouldn't. Mind. Got it. (laughs) All right. Well, at this point, the mayor is going to attempt to get out of um, uh, Abraxas's grasp. Oh my gosh! Six. (laughs) So no. Uh, And what I want to do here immediately, Chris, and this is not part of your action for Abraxas. Roll a strength check, please. So just straight strength check? Straight strength, yeah. All right. 11. Hey. 11. All right. Hey. Uh, at this point, I'm going to say that's not enough to be choking him, but you're still restrained. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yep. Um, Bell. All right. So seeing that the two larger individuals have him well contained, uh, Bell is going to summon up his courage, and he is going to pull out his short sword and his dagger, uh, he is going to uh, run up off the back of Siegfried and try to jump onto its head, and Ooh. with the dagger and short sword, try to like carve its head off as best as he can. Nice, I like that. I like that. Um, I do not consent. <laughs> oh damn it! I was going to say if if Siegfried would help you, I'd give you advantage, but do you like just knock that down? I, I have no. He's to think that this is coming at all. Yeah. This is going to throw Siegfried for a loop. Yeah, I'm that's just, just I'm running awesome, off his, dude. I'm just this is that dynamic we were talking about earlier. <laughs> yeah. um, Jason, for Bell, are you using the short sword you picked up off the skeleton? Yeah, the short. The, the other thing I, I wanted to mention about that is the, those weapons, as well as the weapons from the guards in the previous room, I just got internet connection unstable. You guys hear me okay? I can hear you still. Here. It went okay, fast good. for a second, but it's good now. All right. Um... They all have right at uh, where the crossbar is on the sword the the city symbol as well. Okay, just to throw that in there, okay. uh, and they're all of, of apparently decent make, nothing too special, but they were made at at or for the city. Um, 
go ahead with your your attack, and you do have know. advantage because the Braxis is holding him fast. <laughs> I just hope the call doesn't drop. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. I you hear you recording. Just recording. Yeah. Almost. Um, it'll be back. It will be back. Um. Keep going. Keep going. Proceeding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.